2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts,
3: John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. Thanks for coming along on an absolutely gorgeous day across western Pennsylvania. i tell you what, these Hi. are amazing times. <laughs> I love being alive so much, don't you? I mean, you never know what's going to come, come your way. You sure don't. It's an incredible world we're living in here right now. Um... We were watching TV this morning or late, late morning, I guess, early afternoon, and the Senate was trying to take this vote about whether they were going to move ahead.
4: And we'd already all gotten notifications on our phones that Jeff Flake was going to vote in favor of Kavanaugh. Of course, he's one of the swing votes.
3: So then Charles Grassley sits down, they reconvene this small subset of senators and Charles Grassley says, well, I'm going to defer to my friend, uh, Senator Flake. And then Senator Flake goes, yeah, I'll vote for this. Since I'm paraphrasing here, I'll vote for this. But here's the deal. Um, if you want my real vote, my big vote later on down the line, then I want to pause for a week and have the FBI involved. And kaboom. I mean, that place lit up. It was history right there. Oh my! So gosh. now we're headed down a different path.
4: Yep. OK, so what do you think?
3: I like it. Okay. I know it makes people crazy. I mean, even here around the studios, yeah. people were losing their minds.
4: Okay, my first reaction was losing my mind. Yeah, but now I think I agree with you.
3: I think it's a necessary thing.
4: I don't. I I, I don't know if it's a necessary thing. I do. But I feel like if we don't do it at this point, he goes in dirty. He goes in dirty.
3: And who wants to have a career for the next 20, Nobody 30 years? Nobody wants to do that. You're clouded by no. this, dogged by this. No. So let's clear the air here yeah i mean now
4: here's the thing i don't know if this will clear the air who
3: knows it could make things which is why
4: which is why i lost my mind at first because i thought this is just another delay. yes exactly so that we can delay 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 according to the democrats and we can use up all of our time and we can drag it out so we can be as close to or past the election and you know what i mean so i don't want to be party to that because that's just dirty pool
3: but you're already in a hole by putting dirt on top of your foot, you're not going to make things right. go away. and I
4: don't, I don't want I, – I would hate to see Brett Kavanaugh, if he's innocent – Go in in any, any kind of cloud. So, hopefully, so if we can avoid that, then best, I think that that would be better. I agree. But here's the problem. So what if there's an FBI investigation? And with how crazy some of these people on the left I are, the people it. that I were holding it. Jeff Flake on they the said elevator li- today a
3: limited a limited inquiry, okay. whatever that might All right, mean. But listen,
4: those people that were holding Jeff Flake on the elevator, and if you haven't seen that video clip, we're going to play it in a little bit. If you those people will never be satisfied by anything, so they will be. As
3: crazy, I'm not so a week sure. Fr- oh yeah, you they're going
4: to be as crazy a week from now
3: as they are right now. Okay, so look, yesterday, so that's not going to help those people. Yesterday on our show, as we talked about this and Brett Kavanaugh's you know supposed sexual action with Christina Ford, Christina, how, how many women called and said we had
4: seven women that called during the show yesterday, six, all seven of them had been sexually assaulted six of them six of the seven did not believe her
3: i mean this is very significant and i know it's a very small sample
4: and i have no nothing to add or detract no because that's their story and i have not been sexually assaulted and so i have no perspective on it that's anything like theirs but
3: but a lot of women do
4: and right they spoke clearly they said if With force. If it was an actual attack, she would not have spoken like she did yesterday because we would never do that.
3: Now, I get it. Now, there was
4: one person who did not agree. Well, it wasn't that she didn't believe Dr. Ford. It was that she thought, based on her experience of sexual abuse, that someone could have been so inebriated that they forgot they did it. Yeah. So that was the seventh woman.
3: So there's all these different narratives all these different stories right i mean don't you want to do the right thing by this country not to say this will be the band-aid or the the heel it it may not be but at least uh, i appreciate the republicans going the extra mile they
4: have chuck grassley god bless him god bless him he has been like patient beyond any realm that i could be patient so they're going
3: the extra mile again let's just i think it's a really positive sign so if you're angry, if you're over-the-top, rage-filled about what you saw yesterday, pause.
4: Mm -hmm. Put it on hold.
3: It's going to be okay. I believe – are we not believers? If if you're a believer in Jesus, and you may not be listening to this show, but if you are a believer in Jesus, all things work for the good of God. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know that. all
4: things work for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. Yes. Okay, so so if you are called according to his purpose, then – This will work for your good, your situation, how you're looking. It will all work. If Brett Kavanaugh, if Christine Ford, all of those people, that's the promise that God gives us, right? So that doesn't mean though that everything that happens is good. That's what you have to remember. No, no, no. So it's not, so it's not like whoever comes out first in the public's view is going to be the one that God is Working together for... No, no, no. no, That's not what it
3: is. But if you're standing there, you know, shaking your fist and raging at the heavens about the inequality of all things... You need to
4: relax. Yes.
3: I think it's a really positive thing. Um,
4: I think it has the potential... To be a positive thing. But I'm not saying out of hand that it's a really positive
3: Just the thing. fact that they're willing to look across the aisle. And I, believe me. Listen. Politi- I, I know I, this. I, Politics, I, all the gangsmanship, all that. It's you, horrendous.
4: I know, but let worst. me just say this.
3: Absolutely horrible. And
4: I'm a registered Republican, so I'm, I'm being honest about who I am. I feel like the Republicans have bent over I, backward to try to reach across the aisle in this already. So I'm glad they're continuing to do it. Yes. I think that's the right thing. But I just want to say out loud... That they have not had the reciprocal activity for the Democrats not. on the Senate Judiciary Committee. It
3: can't hurt to take the high road here. It cannot. I, you know, let's see how the chips fall. We're going to go into this again. I'm sure Brett Kavanaugh's household is just—they're spinning around like crazy people.
4: How could you not?
3: Of course, a whole another week of this.
4: And this is my other concern: is that we delay it a week. We do an FBI investigation, which gives who knows how many people a chance to come forward and say blah, 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 blah. And it's going to end up like the Michael Avenatti story, where it's people who are calling and leaving anonymous messages on answering machines with no name and no nothing, and we don't know anything, and what, we're going to hear from the creepy porn lawyer Exactly.
3: Well, again, okay, look, this is not a done deal. This has just been something that they're kicking around now. This may come out, and they might go, you know what, Uh, we'll move forward. That that might happen, right? We we don't know. This thing's like a minute by minute.
4: Does the F? I guess the FBI has to do this now. I don't know. Do they have a right of refusal?
3: Uh, Probably they do, right? (laughs) They might just go, "Uh, "Guys, we're not equipped to handle this," or whatever they're gonna. I don't know. This is this is uncharted territory. That's why this is such a crazy, wild, incredibly interesting story to most Americans.
4: Now, the FBI, by the time it came. Pardon, to this hearing with Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill, they had already investigated.
3: Yes. Well, that's what they were saying yesterday. We had how many days?
4: Listen, well, how many? All this could have been avoided. Yes, it could have been. Avoided. And Christine Ford could have testified in her kitchen. And we could have skipped all this stupid drama if what's if uh, I was going to say Nancy Pelosi, if uh, Feinstein. Diane Feinstein would have done something 25 days
5: ago. OK,
3: so as this they're, they're going, craziness. so today during the, uh, the hearing, as they're marching up to the hearing, you know, senators like to talk, right? So everybody had a chance to chime in. Uh, senator John Kennedy, he spoke his mind. Mike, do we have this clip? Can you play this for us? John Kennedy spoke his mind. He's a
4: Republican senator from Louisiana.
3: I like him. I think he's a lot of these guys. Very plain spoken, very to the point. Um, listen to this.
6: And to the person who did not tell her,
4: Christine Forden,
6: she could have avoided this by testifying privately in her home in California. You know who you are. You should bow your head in shame in my opinion and you should hang your hide your head in a bag every day for the rest of your natural life.
4: He's pointing and to the you Senate also Democrats. Ought to
6: read something. I don't know if you believe in God or if you read the Bible. But there's wisdom in a passage whether you read the Bible or believe in God or not. And I'd refer you to Matthew sixteen twenty six For what is a person profited? For what is a person profited if he gains the whole world and he loses his soul?
3: take a break. we got a lot more ahead. Thank you, Mr. Stick around. It's the ride home with John and Gappy on Word FM.
1: WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Is it trouble you to look around at our world and wonder what the future holds? Let me give you a truth, a timeless truth for troubled
7: times. This world is not our home. And don't try to build a nest down here. God's got something far better for us.
8: Discover more timeless truths for tough times this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight
1: at 11 on 101.5 WORD.
7: I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it
9: took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old.
1: That was Ruben.
7: Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400.
9: Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me.
10: It's
2: insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength and muscle and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400. The safe, natural and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to Andro 400.com or call 888. 888- Four hundred zero four three five. 435 that's 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
1: Hi, I'm John Henny from Henny Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shady Side store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your
8: jewelers for life. This fall, come and join us as we kick fear to the curb for good. Don't miss Francesca Battistelli's The Breakup Tour.
10: You don't
8: me. Grammy and Dove Award winner, Francesca Battistelli. Holy Spirit, you are With special guest, Stars Go Dim. You're Francesca Battistelli's The Breakup Tour with Stars Go Down. Coming to
2: the Bible Chapel in McMurray, 7 p.m. October 26th. Get tickets now at creationconcerts.com.
8: Oh, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet.
10: Wow,
8: <coughs> Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in, like, forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill where I can really make a difference.
2: Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff, create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the
3: Ad Council. Sunday morning pastors up the preach and you ever think, what's up with that? What's up with that guy? That girl. How did they get to be in that position? Well, John Chalinski is with us. John is community pastor at Calvary Church in the east suburbs of the city of Pittsburgh. We met John uh, last week, actually, a, a week to today at the Open House.
4: For the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, for yeah. the beautiful new library they Fabulous.
3: Have. John's a recent graduate, and he's got a story to tell. He'll answer that question, how do you get to do that? John, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me.
11: Well, how you get to do that?
4: Yeah, is, I mean that's uh, a crazy story. So you had you had a <laughs> kind of job yeah. that paid you money. <laughs> yeah,
11: yeah, yeah. That's usually <laughs> and so su- jobs
4: and right. supported you, and yeah. then you decided to give it up so you could go to seminary.
11: Well, uh, is that the way it works? S- sort of. Yeah. So out uh, of college, uh, looking for a job, I just looking for something to support my family. And uh, through a long road, I ended up at a steel mill, just working day in and day out, long hours, hard, yeah. hard work. And uh, I took uh, sick and accident leave. For my shoulder, had surgery on it, and during the time I was off, I was just praying and uh, seeking God because I knew I was supposed to continue my education. just didn't know when, where, uh, that sort of
3: thing. Mm -hmm. So you're already a believer at this point? Yes, yes,
11: yes. My undergrad uh, is in theology, so I just knew I had to continue it. Um, So I I talked to my wife, and after praying, I said, I think I'm supposed to quit my job and just go to seminary. Just go for my master's. That's it. What
4: did she say?
11: Uh, I, I don't think she said anything. <laughs> she just gave me that look stru- like. She was um, struck dumb. Okay. She, she was just supportive. She, okay, she said, okay, this great. is what we're going to do. Well, at the time, my wife wasn't working either full time. She had a part time job. Um, we have our own home and everything. And I said, okay. Were there well, children in the mix? No. Okay. No, not yet. We just had a, our first child in April. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Congratulations. Thank you.
11: Um, so. So I decided to do this. Okay, I applied to Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, uh, got accepted, and um, I would have to pay out of pocket. Well, the meal wouldn't work with me. The scheduling just wouldn't, conflict, would, wouldn't work mm-hmm. for me to do both. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to quit, and I'm going to go to seminary, not knowing how I was going to pay for it, not knowing how uh, I was going to make it, how I was going to pay the bills, any of that. You
4: were just convinced that's what God was calling you to do? I was
11: just convinced that that was where God was directing me. And so I did it. And uh, two weeks later, um, I got a call from Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, and they said, you know what, hey, we've got some good news for you. We have an academic uh, scholarship that will pay for all of your tuition. Wow. Um, what? Yeah, just completely <gasps> paid for. That's a good and, phone call. Yeah, right, yeah. No, it was a wonderful phone call, but it, it, I wasn't expecting it. Oh I mean, my I wasn't goodness. a great student, uh, per se. I I was a horrible student in high school and just continued to... to get better as time went on. And uh, so I started going to school, full ride, uh, still had to work out how I was going to live. Yeah, I ended up getting a part-time job at the church I am now. Mm. Um, wh- this is the church I grew up in also, so this is wow, a, a really cool opportunity. And I just knew that this is where God wanted me to be. And, and over time, I, it became more and more clear. The next spring, uh, listen to this, I totaled my car. Car was totally paid for, no payments on it, Ugh. ran great just just a good old car totaled it how
3: how do you place that
11: how, how am I going to do this i, I can 't afford a car payment we can 't do that right now. Start praying and just pray God, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. My wife and I were talking, looking at options. I had a friend that I made at seminary, uh, her name is Jane, and i 've only known her for about four months she's like hey my brother's looking our brother-in-law is looking to sell his car why don't you uh, give him a call so later that night I gave him a call uh, and talked to him and he's telling me about this car that he had and everything about it and then he said you know what my wife and I have been praying we've decided to just give you the car what no way it was only at that point two years old with like Twenty thousand miles on it, and I'm I'm just in shock. Yeah, that's a good like, man.
4: Wait, what? That's another good call. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a phone call, but still.
11: Well, yeah. the phone the phone call. Everything is. Oh just, my gosh! I, when you're in the place where God has mm-hmm. called you to be, things just happen to work out. Not always. I mean, sure. there's mm-hmm. there's bumps along the road, but He has you in mind,
3: yeah. right? And right. not to say this is like, you know, any thread of a prosperity gospel or anything like that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. This is just God being grace-filled.
10: Yes. Yeah.
3: Yep. John Chalinski's with us. So, John, when we met you last week at, at the open house for uh, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, uh, we met the dean. And the dean was really interesting. He was like, you know, I, I grew up Southern Baptist, but here I am now at a, a Presbyterian seminary. And you in they some ways- They didn't give you
4: demerits for that or anything. Yeah.
3: But, but there you, you know, you're at uh, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. You are not a Presbyterian. No. You grew up. So talk to us about that that faith journey.
11: Right. So I'm an Assemblies of God uh, pastor. And so you you go to Assemblies of God and you look to Peace USA philosophically, theologically, just on both ends of of the Mm -hmm. spectrum. And I was a little hesitant, but I wanted to experience all different sides of the Christian faith. Good for you. So I went for my bachelor's at an Assemblies of God school. Uh, I have a firm foundation. I know what I believe. Mm -hmm. I know where I'm going. But I knew that there were different perspectives. So I intentionally went to PTS with, with that in mind that I was going to hear from different people, and it was a wonderful experience. Um, a lot of the faculty aren't even Presbyterian. There, you've got Orthodox mm-hmm. uh, uh, faculty, you have Baptist, you I mean, you you name it, there's a variety Excellent. of different uh, backgrounds that go to the school, and being there, seeing those different perspectives just opens up your mind, it will either change your mind... Or make you more strong in mm-hmm. what you believe. Right.
4: Because now you, know, you understand what someone else thinks yes. who believes something different. And, and that
11: gives you a little bit more uh, empathy sure, towards the, the, their positions, even if you disagree with them. Right. You know, and, I, and I tell people this all the time, that you've got to be open-minded. And what that means, what open-minded means, is that you've got to be first willing to change. But that doesn't mean that you go with the winds of change whenever they come. Right. But nor does that mean, and this is what I experience a lot in my tradition and in my background, nor does that mean that you build a wall so you don't feel the winds at all. Yeah. Mm. You've yeah. got to hear. You've got to listen. Be part of the mix. Yeah. You, and you've got you to research. You've got to listen to what God's word is saying. You've got to listen yeah. to what the, the people that have been researching this for a long time is saying. And make up your mind based off of the evidence before yeah. you and then hear the voices of other students. Yeah, the fact. thing you
4: had going for you, though, in that regard, John, for sure, is that you had the strong foundation to start with. Right. So right. someone would go into any institution whatsoever without really knowing what they believe. It could very easily turn into them being molded by the institution only. Mm-hmm.
11: Oh a- absolutely. Right, but you weren't
4: you weren't in that situation. Yeah,
11: absolutely. And that can happen anywhere. At any, any school, sure. Any school. And uh I mean I And not I'm, just a little, seminary. Right. No. Oh my goodness, no. Yeah. Any university setting, college setting. Uh but w- one of the main things that is important for people going into those circumstances is having somebody that's a mentor, somebody you can bounce these ideas off of. Mm-hmm. Somebody that you can just say, Hey, I'm learning this in class. What are your thoughts? Let's drill mm-hmm. down into this. Yeah. 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 Because I mean I've had that experience in the past but a lot of people that go to seminary don't have a theology background i see you go in a seminary you have any any degree you can go in there with Mm -hmm. and so they're not necessarily trained or have had those conversations in the past
3: john is with us he's the community pastor calvary church in the east suburbs of pittsburgh so john uh, define for us the, what is a community pastor, the duties thereof? <laughs> yeah, he's still yeah, trying to
4: figure yeah, that out, John.
10: No, well, good.
11: <laughs> joke, jokingly, I always say, uh, the, the lead pastor there is his name's Nick Poole, and he's a good friend of mine. Uh, and I, I always joke around when somebody asks me, I say, well, my job is to do whatever he doesn't want to do. <laughs> yeah, Because <they're, sure.
3: laughs> <laughs> it's a community. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's the
4: fill-in-the-blank pastor. Yeah. Now.
11: Well, I, I, so our main purpose there is to the, the bring up leaders. To lead people, to develop people. Uh, and that is for in the church and outside the church. But my main uh, concern is with the community. So I oversee leaders that oversee stuff like uh, our coffee team, our parking team, safety, I see. Uh, greet. I you also, connect the dots. Yeah, uh, life groups. We have life groups that meet every week. And so I, I pour into that, uh, pastoral care, and some of the other stuff behind the scenes.
10: Mm-hmm. Fabulous.
4: Well, that's a great perspective. I appreciate your story, and it's a, it's a good thing for people to hear that when God calls you to do something, it might not be an easy road, but he is going to provide. It's just you, sometimes you have to wait yeah. on
10: him.
3: Yeah, you have to take that leap of faith. Yeah, no doubt. That's great. Hey, John, before you leave us, uh, go ahead and give a plug to Calvary. Uh, you guys meet when? What's it look like? How's that all work? Sure. Well, we meet on Saturdays and Sundays, Saturdays at 6 p.m.
11: and Sundays at 10.30. The Saturday service is a little uh, casual. It's called our Unplug Service. So mm-hmm. it's acoustic, laid back, yeah. relaxed around tables. Um, it's it's a great church. I, like I said, I've been there my whole life, mm. basically that's twenty great. some years, and I've seen things change and things grow. And we've had this we have this momentum where we're connecting with our community, getting involved with what the community is doing, seeing people come to know who Jesus is.
4: And your community is East McKeesport?
11: No, my that's where I live. My, uh, my uh, community where uh, the church is in Irwin. In Irwin, Irwin. got Irwin, it? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well, John, thanks. Thanks for stopping by. It's good to to meet you, figure out uh, what's going on in your life, and see how God's working. Love it. It's glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you. Our pleasure. John Chalinski, community pastor, whatever that might mean. Calvary Church.
4: means all sorts of things.
3: Located in Irwin. Thanks, John.
1: With the warmer weather winding down, it's time to ride out the summer in a new Chevrolet. Hi, this is Tun for the team at Calusi Chevrolet. Right now, Calusi has a huge selection of crossovers like the all new Chevy Traverse and Equinox and Trax with all wheel drive, Wi Fi connectivity, and plenty of storage space. These vehicles are fully equipped for today's busy family, and you can buy with confidence knowing Calusi Chevrolet has been serving Pittsburgh for over a 100 years.
3: Chevrolet, find new roads. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60 day money back guarantee and a 10 year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life. Or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. CBS premieres Sunday after 60 minutes. What if you got a friend request?
0: What? From God. A few days ago, I was friended by someone calling themselves God. Miles Finer thought he had all the answers. The thing is, I don't believe in God now he'll discover helping others are you okay is the best way to find the truth i think you just saved my life god friended me series premiere
2: followed by the season premiere of ncis los angeles cbs sunday amazon is delivering millions of smiles this season and wants you to come be a part of making it happen now hiring night and twilight shifts in pittsburgh apply at amazon.com slash pittsburgh jobs amazon is an equal opportunity employer being a word fm fan club member is the fast free easy way to access exclusive content only available to members easily enter contests give us your feedback and let us know how we're doing score pre-sale tickets and get exclusive seating plus members only discounts and loads of free stuff like right now members have a chance at a free amazon echo courtesy of trinity jewelers what are you waiting for visit wordfm.com and join for free today
5: Mostly clear skies for tonight. Some patchy fog will be around overnight and into early tomorrow morning. The low tonight, 51. Tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high of 65. Mainly clear tomorrow night, turning chillier with a low of 46. Then for Sunday, a mixture of sunshine and some clouds and becoming warmer again. High 74. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM.
3: Hey, welcome back. Thanks for coming along today. A gorgeous Friday afternoon here in Western Pennsylvania. We, uh, like uh, most people, were just so hyper-focused on the proceedings yesterday. We got some emails we'd like to share with them.
4: Yeah, we've gotten – you know, we opened up the phone lines in our 5 o'clock hour yesterday. We got to talk to a whole bunch of people. We sure did. Um, But for those of you who listen in hour one, uh, we thought we'd share some of the things we've heard online. Um, This was a uh, conversation between two people. Holly said – Am I the only one who has no interest whatsoever in what someone did in high school? Hmm. And Danielle responded by saying, Sometimes what people do in their youth puts them in jail for many years or on Megan's list for life. It's deemed enough when they do it and are caught to affect their whole future. I wonder, should it be different if they've managed to skip the consequences and are later discovered? Yes, we all do stupid stuff at times, especially when we're young. But depending on what it is, it can haunt us into our futures. No one's truly exempt from that. We can all be redeemed, of course, but what if that person also lies about it and they have a country's laws in their hands or they have an influence on other people's futures? We certainly want to have the assurance that they have integrity and are honest, even if it means a confession and repentance. I have no idea if he's guilty or not. I did not watch because I will never be privy to these facts, so I hope and pray that the truth is found regardless of what it is. But I do think that when someone could be in such an influential, important position, those making the judgment calls need to be able to do so with as much insight as possible.
10: I'm into that.
3: Yeah. All right. We I mean, all s- – What? go ahead. I mean, I think it's a good conversation. Does it matter what you did in high school? Obviously, it does, right? So if you've got sons and daughters, that should be part of your regular dinner time or worship conversation. It matters.
4: Kathy said this. I listened to some of the comments people called in yesterday. I tried to call, but the line was always busy. I liked what the one woman said. I believe she was a psychologist. She said that Mrs. Ford put too much of a show on – I have to agree with her as I was sexually abused as a child. When my daughter was sexually abused, I finally had to deal with my own abuse. Yes, I told my husband when I woke up screaming about it when we were first married, but counseling, not until my daughter was 11. Although it was many years before I talked about my abuse, I didn't have the tears that she did. I found Mrs. Ford to be too practiced and phony. Perhaps she was exhausted from being grilled by her attorneys for so long, but I didn't believe her. Perhaps it was also because her classmates from high school had posted the worst sexual photos of her in high school that I've ever seen on Facebook with not just one boy, but many. I don't know if fraternity parties could be worse. Sorry. I have to side with Kavanaugh.
3: Okay. I did not see these photos. That's Kathy. Uh as far as, you know, how you respond to your sexual assault, that's uh that's you and that's your life, right? Who can say that there's a right and proper path for all to follow?
4: I appreciate though people who have been sexually assaulted and their read on Christine Ford sure.
3: more than my own. I mean certainly she was practiced. I mean the lawyers look I'm not I'm not trying to defend Christine Ford by any stretch of the imagination, but it it's just part of the legal game. You you rehearse your client again and again and again until the narrative's down. It's a piece of theater.
4: Heather said this. Uh, John, you keep using the words credible, believable, and without guile to describe Ford's testimony, and then you use the word forceful to describe Kavanaugh's. Please try to remain objective. The, f- <laughs> the fact that Ford claimed under oath that she took a polygraph on the day of a family funeral says it all. I'm not sure what that says. <laughs> She proved herself unreliable, willing to make off-handed statements, or more correctly, lies to gain sympathy, and it shows a blatant disregard for the legal process she's currently participating in. Right. That is from Heather.
3: I mean, I, I thought I was uh, pretty even on both sides. I was trying to find the truth there. What That's she, all.
4: Wait, what did she say? She said, "Try to rem- please try to remain objective.
3: I thought that I was. I'm sorry if you thought otherwise. You jerk. What the heck?
4: Okay. One other thing. We, um, okay, this is from Ned. Ned's been a good friend of our show for a long time. Thank you, Ned. Always good to hear from you. He says this, um, only God knows the truth. We can only ever know one perspective on his truth. It's not subjective or relative, just finite. We can choose to lie or choose to tell the truth as we humbly know it to be, but the truth we tell is never his full truth. Hmm. You know, Ned, that is a great point. I'm so tired of people yesterday saying that Dr. Ford came and told
3: her truth. Her truth. It's her truth. She sees the truth.
4: Anyway, but Ned is making a good point and is calling me to task a little bit on that by saying we all tell our truth because none of us can see things as clearly
3: as God sees them. No, we see a fragment. We see a tiny fragment, I'm sure.
4: Ned goes on to say that's why Jesus talked about establishing things by two or three witnesses. It's the multiple perspectives that are of value. If we listen, we can hear others' perspectives, but we can never really know them because here's the thing. Clearly, Christine believes what she said is true. Clearly, Brett believes what he said is true. Now, we don't have to believe one over the other because both could be telling the truth as best they know, but neither is complete. I don't think that anyone doubts Christine went through a terrible sexual assault. Can there be a reasonable doubt that it was done by Brett? Yes, after 30-plus years, it's well known that memories fade, merge, get embellished, not intentionally, but just by circumstance, retelling, thought, age. As one law school professor said on NPR, that is why there are statutes of limitations. Now, I don't know why anyone would doubt Brett's statements that he believes he's never done that sort of thing. And with alcohol involved, people's memories are not reliable. So there can be a reason to doubt here, too. Not that Brett Kavanaugh is lying, but that his perspective isn't complete or accurate either. Now, I'm not sure, Ned goes on to say, what all the other evidence is. But as I've heard it in the media, there's nothing else corroborating Christine's perspective other than documentation of her perspective that developed over time. There are several things corroborating Brett's story. Both people, Christine said, were there, denied it, and artifacts like calendars. Now, if The New York Times gives up on the other two allegations, I wouldn't even talk about them. Now, this gets tied into the whole Me Too movement trying to empower women to blow the whistle on sexual assault, and that's a good thing. But an allegation is not proof of a crime or an action. Demanding 100% acceptance of every allegation is going too far.
3: All right. That's in our Thank mailbag you, and our Facebook page. The last uh, few days we're easy to find. You can look for us on the web at uh, com. Facebook page is The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Or
4: Twitter, Kathy underscore Word FM, John, John Hall Paul
12: underscore Word FM.
4: Or a new mic. Yeah, Mike. Let's get on Mike a little bit.
13: 101.5 W.O.R.D. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Brian O'Neill and me this
14: weekend for Keep the Faith.
1: Tim Tebow shares how you can keep the faith no matter what your circumstance.
9: You know, I've been through times in the same year where I voted one of the most popular athletes in America and I was cut. And so who was I in the highs and who was I in the
2: lows? You know, did I change? No.
14: I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Tomorrow night at
12: 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W.O.R.D. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities
15: have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory.
12: Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and
2: truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. If you or anyone
16: you love has been diagnosed with lung cancer, asbestosis, or mesothelioma, your diagnosis may be the result of job-related exposure to asbestos and you may be entitled to compensation. Over 30 billion in trusts have been set aside for individuals who have been affected by asbestos exposure. How do you protect your rights and get the compensation you deserve? Call Capital Legal Group now at 800-400-LUNG. Capital Legal Group is one of the nation's resources for settlement of lung cancer and mesothelioma cases. Law firms have successfully recovered over billion for their clients in all 50 states, and claims have been paid in as little as 60 days. If you or a family member were diagnosed with lung cancer, asbestosis, or mesothelioma, call Capital Legal Group now at 800-400-LUNG. We'll open a no-cost case review on your behalf. A history of tobacco use or cigarette smoking will not disqualify your case. Visit 800-400-LUNG.com or call 800-400-LUNG. Call 800-400-5864 now. That's 800- 400 long on
7: this episode of the world's shortest sitcom by kfc like i always say it's the inside that counts like what's inside my new kfc 10 piece chicken feast it's 10 pieces of chicken two large mashed potatoes and four biscuits for 19.99 get more meal for the family for under 20 dollars that's what really matters (laughs) it's pretty incredible what chicken can teach you about life Anyways,
0: KFC and finger looking good. At participating KFC's, prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra.
3: Hey, welcome back. You know, if you mention sin to a mixed crowd of people maybe who are not believers in Jesus, some people are, right? Uh, You mix, if you say that, well, you know, there's sin in my life, or, oh, that, you know, that, blah, 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 sin. It often comes with a little bit of... Laughter or disbelief or something that's like an antique, something from another era.
4: However, if you ask them after yesterday's hearings... Perhaps people would be more willing to see it as an actual thing.
3: Yeah, it's on full display. Or all you need to do is look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. That's pretty easy. And you go, what the heck have you been up to there, mister? Uh, April Lawson is with us. April is the associate director of Weave, the social fabric project at the Aspen Institute. Previously, April worked for David Brooks and Roth do that at the New York Times. Her own research focuses on morality, feminism, and America's current fragmentation in politics and culture. April, welcome back, and thanks for taking on this Delicious subject of sin.
12: <laughs> Thanks so much, John. It's really good to be with you. Thank
3: you. Always and our pleasure.
15: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, David Brooks, my boss, uh, has this riff in a lot of his speeches about how sin is this concept that uh, usually gets referred to
4: with regard to desserts, and that's basically it in modern
10: society. <laughs> there you go. So Sinfully good. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Double so, so you would think um, with how contentious our public discourse is in America, Um, that sin would be something that we could easily identify. Um, But it does seem to be, as John said, kind of a term that's a relic from the past.
15: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, it's funny because obviously the conversation these days is incredibly contentious. Obviously, you only need to look at yesterday to to see that. Uh, And I think that, um, you know, it's not like sin has gone anywhere. We're all uh, sort of, on a deep level aware of that, but the way that people uh, interact with it, the way that people sort of conceptualize evil or the bad things that they see has changed a lot. And the problem is that um, the, the the sort of good thing about the concept of sin is that it's universal, right? It says all of us are sinners, everyone, this is an inherent aspect of humanity, and so uh, what that means is that, well, the, and the other option is to say there are people who are sinners and they're bad, and there are people who are the saints or whatever, and they're good. Right. And, or, I mean, and, you know, without the concept of sin as universal, you basically divide the world into good people and bad people. And so then that creates a situation where, um, in any conversation, you don't want to be labeled the bad person. And you can see why, because if that's how other people, you know, think about it, then you just want to stay on the right side of that line. And sure. so. I think that especially with conversations like race today um, there's a, a study that shows that uh, people um, experience more shame at the word racist than they do being called anything else other than pedophile. And so if um, we have a world where there are good people and bad people and bad people are racist, then like it makes it very hard to even enter a conversation about that because mm-hmm. there's this threat that you will be labeled one of the bad people, rather than somebody who, like all of us, is a sinner. April,
4: I, I just uh, I finished a summer uh, trying to immerse myself in um, literature about the southern part of America. It's a part of the country oh, I don't wow. I don't know very much about. Um, I just kind of mm-hmm. figured it was summer. I needed to like get into something else, and so I started re- reading some southern literature. And uh, mm-hmm. the last book I read was a memoir of a man who lived in New York City. And uh, Mm -hmm. was tired of the everything, was tired of the noise, was tired of the smog, was tired Mm -hmm. of his tiny apartment that cost a jillion dollars, was tired of his dog never getting any exercise, was just hating everything, (laughs) and decided of all places to buy a house in the Mississippi Delta. And so he Mm -hmm. wrote a story about what it's like for a New Yorker to become immersed in in a completely new culture in the
3: mississippi delta to be part of that community yeah and
4: let me just tell you the name of the book is dispatches from pluto it's by richard grant it's a great book but one of the things that he uh brings up in the book is when he gets down there he said the Mm -hmm. very first thing that one of the um african-americans said to him who lives in the mississippi delta is don't use the word racist and he he said well why like i mean because he was from New York. He was a, you know, classic North Northeaster like us, yep. right? This is, you know, we, we don't want to be a racist. And he's like, because it doesn't mean anything down here. It doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Show me who you are, but we're not throwing those words around because those, those words don't mean anything. And it's, it was interesting hmm. to me because I thought that maybe those words would mean more there. Because of the rate, because of the racial history, because of how we look at a place like Mississippi, which is like a backwoods Mm -hmm. place. It's you know where where white people hate black people, and you know blah blah blah. But when I read Mm -hmm. about the actual like machinations of how white people and black people are trying to figure it out down there, for sure not perfectly, Mm -hmm. but they're trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. They're trying to stay away from the words. Huh. And I thought huh. we come in... And the other thing they of course, they don't want is anyone from New York City coming and telling them what they're supposed to do. <laughs> right,
10: right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right, they for uh-huh. sure don't want that. But it did make uh-huh. me stop and think that, you know, our the ways we have cultivated our polite society maybe don't mm-hmm. actually help us in dealing with mm-hmm. racial issues.
15: <laughs> Kathy, I'm really glad you brought that into the conversation. That's fascinating. And I think just a really... Sophisticated way to look at this. Um, I actually, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a um, a really good way to describe that. I actually sort of believe that. Um, you know, people say sometimes that Greek has four words for love, and we only have one. I actually think we need more words for for racism because there are a lot of different uh, levels and types of sins, mm-hmm. and and the problem is that the word racist, right? That, that's not very far from, like, lynch mob or, like, just the very serious um, uh, uh, sin, expressions of sin that we see. And, and I think, you know, <laughs> there are probably a lot of people who just grew up a certain way or um, if they understood the context of what they were talking about would talk differently or, you know, just that it's... Uh, we have this one word, and it has this serious stigma, and it just it just totally shuts down conversations um, mm-hmm. that need to happen, right? Because there is something real there to talk about. Um, yeah, thank you so much for bringing that
4: in. Well, it's complicated, and I feel like l- labeling people racist is simplistic.
5: And because I, and, everybody's and, right, a racist, right? And
4: I'm not trying to defend people who are racist. I'm not trying to defend. See, I feel like I have to go back and like mm-hmm. uh, like explain myself. But I think that that any reductionist term like that. It, like misogynist mm-hmm. is is to that point, too. You think, OK, so if mm-hmm. someone doesn't support like for let's take this as an example, if someone supports, you know, Judge Kavanaugh, they're a misogynist. Well, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just that we have made mm-hmm. misogynist mean everything as opposed to the specific <laughs> thing it's supposed to mean.
15: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think that's really well said. And I, I really agree about the your point with regard to reductionism. Um I think that the, I mean, in my view, and we talked about this a, a few months ago, but I think where that comes from is that people are really, um, particularly in secular society, are really trying to um, be part of the right and the good and, and be righteous and good people. And the frames they have to think about that mostly have to do with historical oppression. And, and historical oppression is a very real thing that we absolutely need to deal with. Um, but the problem is that it, it's, uh, it's too simple it doesn't account for all of human nature and it doesn't account for the differences in where certain behaviors are coming from in people. Um, so yeah, reductionism is absolutely, um, uh, maybe the central sin. Um, David, uh, again, David Brooks, uh, there was a piece of a column I really liked from him a while ago where he said that, um, that is that like reductionism actually is the central sin in, even in racism. Um, Itself, because it does. Uh, it takes one characteristic and makes that everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, human beings are inherently mysterious and complex, and and uh, uh, yeah, just much more than that.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: April Lawson's with us. She's the associate director of Weave, the Social Fabric Project at the Aspen Institute. So then, if we were able to take a razor blade and slice the word racism and give it one, two, three, four, more meanings, more fabric, more texture, mm. what would that even mm. look like? I mean, how would that conversation even start with people mm. of different colors and races to get together, to tell the story, to identify the definition and the sins of the root of all that? I mean, what is that even, mm. how does that even work, I wonder?
10: Mm.
15: It's a great question and a, and a difficult one. And I also um, just want to say that I, I don't think I'm I can answer that alone. That would have to be a yeah. That's a, a giant collective. thing. Yeah, it, and and it would. Um, I'm just one person that, and, and I'm a white person, so I would want lots of different voices to weigh in on that. Sure. My initial thoughts are that um, the uh, um, that it's important to understand where intention is in different things. So um, I did some reporting last year in uh, the Midwest and in. in Uh, Parts of the world that, are parts of the country that, uh, where the African American population is just um, very small, and so a lot of people basically don't interact with um, with people of color very often. Um, And uh, it's interesting because some of my East Coast friends would say that they were racist because they didn't object to certain things that President Trump said, or because they um, would use certain words, or like sort of just default to certain stereotypes, and. I just think that um, that uh, not knowing is different from malice, and that mm, um, okay. the word "racist" suggests malice. And and to be clear, like <laughs> malice is definitely there sometimes, right? Like lynch, lynchings right. are real, uh, and and so. But but the the problem is that you you take a whole bunch of people with good hearts who are trying to do the right thing and lump them in with malicious people. Um, if we don't have words that say that say essentially ignorant, although. I don't like that word either because it has this sort of uh, connotation similar to redneck. But, yeah, so I would start by distinguishing between um, just not knowing things and not being exposed to certain Mm -hmm. ideas or, or experiences an actual malice, that's or, or beliefs that are better.
4: Okay, so let me run another thing past you, April. I'm going to go back to the Mississippi mm-hmm. thing, and I'm sorry that's the, that's just on my mind, and it's like yeah, the, it's the closest t- closest example I have. But so yeah. in this book, another instance that I mean, everything about the book was surprising to me um, because mm-hmm. the way that we think about race in Pittsburgh is just so different. Than how they think about it there and how they're trying to work it out. And I've heard it said before that in the South, uh, racism for sure exists, um, but it's more mm-hmm. blatant. At least people who are people who judge you according to your skin color are honest about it. They say it out loud. Where people here in the Northeast mm. are that way, but they don't
3: say it. Well, people would say so Pittsburgh is a very it. racist city. So we hide it. Right.
4: So that's what it's saying. So anyway, so fast forward now. But we're back down to Mississippi and the story that Richard Grant tells in his book. Um, and. But the very first day he's there he he buys this house with a lot of land and um a black man comes up and says hey you have a gigantic amount of land do you know what you're doing and the guy was like i for sure don't know i for sure don't know what i'm doing because i live in new york and i just bought this place and i have no idea and the guy says well i'm i'm happy to work for you um i could do some work on your land and richard grant says no 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 just because you're black and i'm white doesn't mean and we live in mississippi doesn't mean that you have to work on my land and the guy said, what are you saying? What? And he's like, no, no, no. I mean, like the whole slavery thing. Like, I don't expect that. Like, you can go like you can go own what? your own. You can go on your own land. Like, you can be a landowner. Like, I'm, I'm so happy to have you be a landowner. And the guy was like, I just want a job. You know, uh-huh. I don't like right. he was saying, I don't care about your northeastern view of the world. And I appreciate the right. fact that you say I can be a landowner. But like, as of right now, I need some cash and you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I thought to myself, mm-hmm. that's another thing is all of my ideas about race in large part are based mm-hmm. on theory. They're not based on actual life. Mm hmm. Mm
15: hmm. Yeah. No, that's really interesting, and I I imagine that that kind of thing plays out over and over and over again, and that's one of the things that makes all this hard. Is, um, you know, life. We could say that life set up the African American man in the story to be in a different position than the the white man in the story. Um, I'm assuming the main character. And it did. Um. Yeah. Right. And it. Yeah. And and the problem is really that life set them up that way, not that. Um, either of them is in that particular position right then. And I can see how it creates a sort of a weird, um, you know, there are a lot of assumptions in what the North Easterner is saying. Um,
10: And And, that's what I would uh, say
4: if I was there, which I
15: guess is why I Uh identified
4: it with so much. I would hate for some, for some African American man to come up and see, ask if he could be my gardener. I would despise that. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing and he needs a job. So are we going to be held like I, I seriously, I'm bringing this up because I don't know the right answer. And, and he didn't Mm -hmm. know the right answer, which is why the book is so interesting is there are two people trying to work out the right answer.
3: Well, that's a conversation for another day. April, it's always a pleasure. Uh, you shake things up, and we appreciate that.
12: <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been very enjoyable. Yes, yeah, our pleasure.
3: April Lawson, she is the Associate Director of Weave, the Social Fabric Project at the Aspen Institute. Take a break, stick around. Believe me, it's Friday, mm. but we still got a lot more ahead. Oh, my goodness oh, gracious. Oh, John. What
14: time is it? Your weekend's forgotten. What? <laughs> or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Hello? Hey, I'm so glad you reached out to me. What's going on? I just don't
15: see how my life can get any better. What's
17: going on? Why are you feeling that way?
15: It's everything. It just feels like everything around me is falling apart. If something doesn't change soon, I just don't know what else I can do.
6: You're doing something right now by talking about it. What's something you're concerned about right now?
16: Faithful Counseling is here to help. Our team of licensed Christian counselors
2: want to help you get through this. We can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone or even video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. I'd like to give you your first week free. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let's talk. Go right now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. We really want to help you. It's so easy to get started and your first week is free. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. Let us help.
0: CBS premieres Sunday after 60 minutes. What if you got a friend request? What? From God. A few days ago, I was friended by someone calling themselves God. Miles Finer thought he had all the answers. The thing is, I don't believe in God. Now, he'll discover helping others... Are you okay? ...is the best way to find the truth. I think you just saved my life. God Friended Me. Series premiere followed by the season premiere of NCIS Los Angeles. CBS Sunday.
4: So the GOP senators have agreed to a, quote, supplemental probe. And... (laughs) That sounds painful. <laughs> sounds Hold like, off on that supplemental like probe. It's like going to show up on my chart. It's Friday. I just I really mean, don't, I don't need that right now. Don't I do, really know.
3: I'd like to go and Anyway, sip. so
4: apparently this FBI probe is going to be limited to only uh, allegations that are, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Current? Well, not current.
3: Topical? <laughs> 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 Redeeming? <laughs> Damning? You're not in that whole <laughs> thing. Credible.
4: <laughs> Were, that's the word I was going for. Oh, incredible. Oh, so I liked redeeming Oh, lunch.
3: incredible allegation. <laughs> that's what it was. Okay, good. So they're, they're then they're saying that they're going to put up a wall around craziness.
4: Okay. Yeah. I, who puts up the wall, though? I
3: don't know. Who, who decides what's, you know, I don't know, credible or not? I don't know. But that's what they're going to do. Okay.
4: And Jeff Flake said if it goes through and uh, then we come up, the FBI probe is clean, then he's in. No, they're not
3: really going to. Is this... this
12: WORD-FM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group.
0: With SRN News, I'm Keith
7: Peters in Washington. GOP leaders have accepted a proposal to delay the Kavanaugh confirmation vote by a week while the FBI conducts an investigation into existing misconduct allegations. It was a
1: proposal to win support from a critical swing vote, Arizona's Jeff Flake. We
7: can
18: uh, have a short pause and, and make sure that the FBI can investigate.
1: Flake hoping to heal some political rancor.
18: Democrats who have been, I think, justifiably uncomfortable moving ahead could publicly, in an effort to bring this country together, um, say that we would feel better. I'm not expecting them to vote yes, but not to complain that an FBI investigation has not occurred.
7: Leaders have agreed to delay the final vote pending the probe. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. On Wall Street that up by 18 points. The Nasdaq rose for the S&P
8: unchanged. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for
3: 100 years. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life. Or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. We've been very honored to win the Better Business Bureau Torch Award for Business Ethics three times, which is
9: great. Energy Swing Windows, Steve Renekamp. But we were recently recognized with an award that was totally unsolicited. It's called the Best of the Best Award. Uh, This is an award you don't apply for. And the organization that does this selects companies that have great reputations in the marketplace. They look at your online reviews. They look at your website. They look at Better Business Bureau reports. They look at a whole variety of things and they determine if you fit the criteria of being the best of the best and fortunately uh, they thought we did there's a very short video on the front page of our website that talks about this award and the way we do business and why we
2: received it Energy Swing, best of the best. Right now, Word and listeners get 5% off over and above any current offers on windows and doors. And twelve hundred dollars off any basement finishing project. Visit EnergySwingWindows.com.
8: This fall, come and join us as we kick Fear to the Curb for good. Don't miss Francesca Battistelli's The Breakup Tour.
10: Here you don't hold
8: me. Grammy and Dove Award winner Francesca Battistelli. With special guest, Stars Go Dim. Francesca Battistelli's The Breakup Tour
2: with Stars Go Dim coming to the Bible Chapel in McMurray, 7 p.m. October 26. Get tickets now at CreationConcerts.com. The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? Word FM hosts an online virtual job fair 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every day of the year. Keyword: virtual at WordFM.com now to find our newest employment opportunities. For From the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job fair at wordfm.com.
5: Mostly clear skies for tonight. Some patchy fog will be around overnight and into early tomorrow morning. The low tonight 51. Tomorrow sunshine and some clouds with a high of 65. Mainly clear tomorrow night. Turning chillier with a low of 46. And for Sunday, a mixture of sunshine and some clouds and becoming warmer again. High 74. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Middle on 101.5 Word FM.
2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5
3: Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, Gaff. Good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along today. This is a gorgeous Friday afternoon here in western Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Just lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it is lovely. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely wonderful.
4: Um, And, uh, you know, for the first time ever in nine years of doing the show, John and I were so consumed with the news of the day. So... Emotionally invested, invested, and and our minds just you know turning at like unbelievable speed, trying to contemplate what it means that there's going to be an FBI probe, but then there wasn't going to be, and Jeff Flake was in, but not then he was in, but it had yeah condition attached to it, and then there was this nothing that, that we forgot <laughs> to say what. Your weekend has begun.
3: Oh yes, it is five minutes past the five o'clock hour oh, on a Friday goodness. afternoon. Truly, at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well.
4: Our listeners in the four o'clock hour just waiting to hear that they're they're still working. Of they had to they're. work a whole extra hour because I didn't tell them they could go home. We're sorry,
3: we'll make it up Horrible. in your paycheck. I promise.
4: So yesterday uh, we went to the phones during this hour of our program to talk about what was unfolding right before our eyes with the uh, confirmation hearing for Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Now. There's so many different perspectives on this. There are so many different tendrils um, that have even more tributaries that have even opened up since last night. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to start with in our uh, five o'clock hour today is Jeff Flake, who is one of the swing votes on the, on the Senate Judiciary Committee. He's a Republican who has been up to this point unsure about whether he was going to vote in favor of Brett Kavanaugh or not. So Jeff Flake early this morning said that he was in. He was going to vote for Kavanaugh. After seeing yesterday and weighing all the evidence, right, or, lack, or lack of evidence, he was going to be in. Well, he got stuck with two of his staffers in an elevator this morning. Here's some of this. Don't look away from me. Look at me and tell me that it doesn't matter what happened to me.
10: That you let people like that go the highest end and everyone to their bodies. you have an
6: answer, Senator?
3: Well, you can hear the emotion there. And I think this scene plays out oh, how many thousands of times? I
4: don't know, but it goes over many, many minutes. It does. New Mike just played a little clip of it simply because it's not going to let you understand anything different about the people than what you've just heard. There's
3: a lot of passion, obviously, a lot of intensity there. And Jeff Flake, as he gets on an elevator, was waylaid by two protesters.
4: Okay, but here's the thing he truly was stuck in an elevator. Yes. I mean, he could not get you know out of an to go. elevator. Because of people who were screaming at him. Now, I understand that people have strong viewpoints. I understand that people have the right to state their viewpoints. This is nutty behavior.
3: Sure it is. It's over the top. I mean, it's like attacking Ted Cruz in a restaurant.
4: Which is nutty behavior. Right.
3: But these are the times we live in where passions are deeply inflamed, which makes the news today all the more shocking that there'll be a delay of up to a week.
4: All right, so Jeff Flake, the aforementioned, um, after talking to, with uh, people in the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, came out and said something surprising.
9: Normally, we would start to vote right now, but as a point of personal privilege, I would call on Senator Flake. Oh, thank you. Um,
18: I uh, have been speaking with a number of people on the other side. We've had conversations ongoing for a while uh, with regard to um, – making sure that we do due diligence here. And I think it would be uh, proper to delay the floor vote uh, for up to, but not more than one week uh, in order to let the FBI um, continue uh, to do an investigation limited in time and scope uh, to the current allegations that are there.
3: And apparently that's exactly what happened today with lightning speed Republicans and Democrats have agreed to engage the FBI in what Jeff Lake just said, a limited inquiry. Mm-hmm. How will this even work?
4: Uh, I don't think anybody knows quite how it's going territory. to work. Um, I don't know anything about FBI investigations, so I can't weigh in even a little bit. Um, but it, apparently it's going to be uh, a week's duration and not more. And it's going to be limited. I read this in the Wall Street Journal. It's going to be limited to, quote, credible accusations. Okay. So the ones that they deem uncredible, which is the way that any investigation works. I mean, if you're a detective and some, you know, crazy person calls in and says something and there's no corroboration, you're not going to go investigate that because it's not credible to you yet. But if someone calls in and they allege something and there's corroboration, well, that's something that you're going to investigate. Yep. So, um, I mean, the FBI knows what they're doing. I, I think Brett Kavanaugh made a good point yesterday, um, that, the FBI can investigate, but it's, st- it's still going to come back to the senators to decide. I mean, the sure. FBI is not going to decide for them.
3: No, they're just going to present more information. Right. And, and so it's up to them to shift, to right. sift.
4: Right. And, I, and when I first heard about it, I thought my head was going to explode.
3: I felt good about it. I do. I feel good about it. Because the last thing you want to do is to allow Brett Kavanaugh to ascend into the Supreme Court feeling dirty. And everybody for the next 10, 20, 30-plus years go, yeah, the Supreme Court, but. And it comes with that big caveat of it's dirty, it's crooked, it's untoward. There's, he got in there in a backward way. So every ruling now is suspect. It just makes things a little cleaner. It should o- hopefully answer anyone's questions or concerns. Hopefully. We'll find out.
4: I think I've gotten to where you are right now thinking about it, but – the way I started this morning, when I or this afternoon, when I first heard about the delay, I I thought I'm just incredulous that procedurally speaking, this has been so shockingly mismanaged. I just, I mean, I've been at church meetings run by Robert's Rules of Order that are like fifty times more efficient, effective, and fair than this. Yeah, I just I can't get over the fact that. Every possible time that I have witnessed, that I am aware of, the Republicans on the committee – and I know this sounds super partisan, but I'm just trying to be honest about what I see. I feel like they have bent over backwards to try to be fair. Especially to in an instance of sexual assault allegation, they're trying to be sensitive. They're trying to let Dr. Ford say her piece. They're trying to be kind. They're trying to do all of those things, and at every possible moment, Democrats are trying to turn it into a political circus. I mean, am I am I being too partisan and looking at it that way? No,
3: I, I, you know, everyone's partisan to the to the party or ideology. But of course, I mean, you feel that way. You think, yeah, we're just being you know messed with here.
4: I mean, how is it we. that that we ever had to see Dr. Ford ford testify in the first place she never wanted her name out there she never leaked her own letter so someone in diane feinstein's office exactly. leaked that letter i don't know who it was it might have been diane feinstein herself in fact um, senator kennedy from louisiana spoke just on that subject and this is what he said
6: and to the person who did not tell her she could have avoided this by testifying privately in her home in California. You know who you are. You should bow your head in shame, in my opinion, and you should hang your hide your head in a bag every day for the rest of your natural life. And you also ought to read something. I don't know if you believe in God or if you read the Bible. But there's wisdom in a passage whether you read the Bible or believe in God or not. And I'd refer you to Matthew sixteen twenty-six For what is a person profited? For what is a person profited if he gains the whole world and he loses his soul? Thank you, Mr. I don't want to
10: gain the whole world and lose my soul.
2: See flashes and they think that it's you, but they don't know that 101.5 WORD. Your
1: story of faith and spiritual growth is an important one. And here at Word FM, we are interested in hearing how this station has made a direct and positive impact on your life. It gives me inspiration and hope. It's our wish that what you hear from us positively affects you and your family. And we would love for you to tell us about it. It's really encouraging to me.
12: Whenever I need to be uplifted, there's something on to uplift me.
1: So visit WordFM.com slash story. Record a video message and share your story with us. For doing that, you'll be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil.
13: It's encouraging. It's inspiring and it lifts me up when I'm having a bad day.
1: Visit wordfm.com story and share your video.
3: I mean, what a gorgeous day mm. and the weekend looks to be pretty darn nice as well. Be a nice time to drive out to the country, maybe to the spring house, get yourself something good and uh, be part of a pumpkin festival. Hey, Marsh, how are things at the spring house?
13: Hi guys. Hey. Good. How are you going? We're
3: pretty good. We can't complain. Good. Yeah.
13: Tell us we're, we're hustling around here getting ready for the first great pumpkin weekend. Oh festival. great.
4: Okay, tell us what it's gonna be like.
13: Okay, so it's every um Saturday and Sunday from eleven to five and then next Friday of course we're gonna do it from two to five too. But we will have pumpkin patch hay rides taking people up on the hill to the pumpkin patch. Where we've got all kinds of fun things for them to do. Pumpkin games, giant bale climb, giant pipe slides, a corn maze, and we made a little friendly, can't get lost in kitty corn maze this year of <laughs> a giant corn box. We have about 140 pumpkin land characters out there, which are made with pumpkin heads and just cute as all get out. Um, and then we have all these fun pumpkin games, and we have pumpkin everything in the store pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread. Pumpkin cookies, pumpkin gobs, pumpkin rolls, everything pumpkin, black bean and pumpkin soup. Nice. And we'll have a great meal all day long and then every Sunday, uh, now through the end of October, we'll also have our
10: sunday 4-h hog roast
13: on sundays wow so we've got a lot coming going on the weekend
10: (laughs) you
3: sure do all things pumpkin going on this weekend and throughout the fall at the spring house hey marcia it sounds like a great time new mike's taking his boy down there for the hayride
5: the stigma of addiction is destroying lives across the country preventing our loved ones from getting the help they need we are shatterproof a national nonprofit dedicated to ending the stigma and devastation addiction causes families We are changing laws, creating a community of support, and providing evidence-based resources for prevention, treatment, and recovery. Stigma shatters lives. Rise up against addiction now so another life isn't lost. Get involved at shatterproof.org. When it
3: comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line, a long line of extra steps that
1: drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just the mattress store. Experience an original,
3: the Original Mattress Factory. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies, Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us. At extremetruck.net. Mr. President, any
6: comment on the request for a delay from
9: Senator place He wants a one-week delay so the FBI can... Well, I'm going to let the Senate handle that. They'll make their decisions, and they've done a good job. Very professional. Uh, I'm just hearing a little bit about it because I've been with the president of Chile, and
2: we're talking about some very important subjects. But uh, I'm sure it will all be very good. Uh, I guess the vote was a positive vote, but there seems to be a delay. I'll learn more about it as the day goes on. And I just heard about it uh, because we were together. And
3: what did you think of uh, That's President Trump earlier today. T- to be honest, I'm surprised by his response. Yeah. Uh, Greg Clarkson is with us, SRN News White House correspondent. Uh, Greg, uh, on the grounds of the White House, uh, what a crazy couple oh of my days. Gosh.
4: Greg, what, do you hear? What, what are you hearing about the president's view of the new FBI probe?
7: There are some new developments, even since the audio that you just played of the president from about an hour and a half ago. Just in the last few minutes, the White House uh, put out two written statements, one of them from the president. Here's what the president said. I've ordered the FBI to conduct a supplemental investigation to update Judge Kavanaugh's file. As the Senate has requested, this update must be limited in scope and completed in less than one week. So that's the full White House statement from the president. So that is a reversal of position for him. He uh, had resisted having any additional FBI investigation into Kavanaugh and sexual assault allegations. But his mind has been changed because of the events on Capitol Hill today. And then the other statement the White House just put out is from Judge Brett Kavanaugh. It says, throughout this process, I've been interviewed by the FBI. I've done a number of background calls directly with the Senate. And yesterday, I answered questions under oath about every topic the senators and their counsel asked me. I've done everything they have requested and will continue to cooperate.
10: Alrighty.
7: So that's the very latest now. Uh, and again, you're right. It has been a crazy couple of
3: days. Has it ever. So we're wondering now, uh, Christina Ford, uh, her lawyers are coming out and saying, well, we want to define terms as well.
4: They, they shouldn't. There shouldn't be any restriction, uh, her attorney said, on scope or time.
7: Right. Well, that uh, probably is going to have to be worked out between the among the Senate, the FBI, the White House. Uh, My understanding is the White House is going to allow the FBI to determine what that scope is within the limited time. Now, uh, obviously, you had Senator Jeff Flake being the key Republican figure earlier today that really triggered all of this. He was. Uh, he is a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and before they held the vote on recommending or not recommending Kavanaugh to the full Senate, he said that he would support uh, the idea of having this kind of delay so that there could be additional um, background check, just to, uh, for the sake of he said, of bringing the country together, and for letting Democrats, you know, say, look, if there is something else there, the FBI will look into it. And so he was essentially saying, um, I, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support Kavanaugh on the committee, but if we get to the Senate f- floor for the full vote, I may not vote for him then if we don't go ahead with this FBI check. And why that's important is simple math. It's a you know there's a two margin. A uh, vote error here for the uh, for the Republicans in getting Kavanaugh confirmed. And if he and one other Republican uh, decide they're, they're going to vote no, then it's all over.
10: Wow.
3: I mean, Washington, D.C. is rocking and rolling. Uh, in all the years I've been alive, I've never witnessed anything like this. And I'm sure you haven't either, Greg.
7: No, I mean there have been obviously, uh, you know, comparisons to the uh, Anita Hill and Clarence uh, Thomas uh hearings from a number of years ago, and while there are some similarities, there are brand new wrinkles in uh in this episode uh from the Capitol to the White House. And so, uh obviously when you look at what happened yesterday, for example, uh obviously the the content uh, was uh you know was was very uh gut wrenching mm-hmm. uh, and 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 heart wrenching um from both of of the witnesses to hear the kind of testimony to uh, to hear them express the emotions that they did and their very strong feelings and obviously they come up at it from completely different viewpoints and perspectives uh and it was in the president's words powerful and riveting and he even commented today saying that he thought that uh, Dr. Ford's testimony and her appearance yesterday was credible and compelling, mm-hmm. is how he described it.
4: I think that Lindsey Graham uh, probably put himself in the history books by his uh, tirade yesterday. And I don't mean in history books like he's not going to have a future. I just mean that that, I think, will go down in history as some it's sort epic. of remarkable speech. Um, and I believe the reason it was remarkable was because it was timely, and because of the of the force with which he gave it. So, um, just thinking about about him and about the fact that he has not always been a friend of the presidents, but certainly yesterday uh, came down uh, harshly on the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee. And I'm wondering if President Trump has had any comment on on um, Mr. Graham or anything about what his comments were yesterday
7: nothing public from the president since yesterday about graham and their relationship has been with to be honest between the president and 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 many lawmakers up and down over the last year and a half or two years or so Uh, but right now and in recent weeks and months uh, their relationship trump graham has been uh, has been much better and in many ways uh, graham has been sort of a, a key funnel of information and and uh, and and contact between the White House and the Senate, and so he he's been sort of that mediator and uh, and and person as a go between the Senate and the White House, and so he's been on good footing. And he expressed uh, what a lot of people have been saying that he he really expressed a lot of what the what the White House and the President himself were personally feeling right. yesterday with that outburst.
3: Right. So, Greg, as you talk to your colleagues in the White House press pool, are they like us? I mean, the general public in that we witnessed yesterday, you know, a very uh, passionate. Uh, Historic type of. Right. I mean, he's extremely angry and almost sort of embarrassing as well. I mean, what was on display yesterday truly was unprecedented. In some ways, it was almost street talk. In some
4: ways, it was really stupid. And in other ways, there were really important things that were discussed about rule of law and about about precedent and about, you know, presumption of innocence and about political smears. Right.
3: So whenever you talk to colleagues in the press pool, you're following along the same way. I mean, is it just like, you know, Kath and me and everybody else who just chimes in?
9: Well,
7: in some ways yeah i mean we're 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 normal human beings, <laughs> no matter what uh, you know the president says about or <laughs> describes the uh, the press as the enemy of the people and all the rest uh, look we we are human and 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 we started the day knowing that it was going to be a pivotal pivotal landmark day in some way,, yeah. and of course, we didn't know how it was going to unfold exactly like anybody else, but we knew that it was going to be one of those moments, certainly in the political arena. Of the country's history, that was, uh, you know, going to be very important in that way. Um, and today's, you know, today's actions as a follow-up, really, um, while they, you know, they don't have, you know, the uh, sort of the attention-grabbing, you know, TV appearances as people were tuned in yesterday. Uh, very interesting developments here again today. They- but obviously, we're going to be we're going to be seeing sound bites from Kavanaugh, from Dr. Ford, from. Uh, Senator Graham for years to come, Uh, just like we occasionally will see, you know, some of those clips from the uh, the Thomas and Anita Hill hearings as
4: well. Okay, we know that you are on a a short time restriction here, Greg. One last question for you. Do you know anything about how this FBI investigation will work?
9: No, uh,
7: not exactly, because we, first of all, we've just learned about it in the last half hour. So we've just have learned just the fact that it's going to take place. Uh, And so exactly what, uh... in the president's words this update must be limited in scope and completed in less than a week we can understand the completed in less than a week but limited in scope that is going to be the phrase that's going to be parsed and uh... in fact debated probably uh... from now moving forward through the weekend through next week but what jeff flake said on the judiciary committee today is that he is he's concerned about uh... what was on display yesterday and how that is uh, really emblematic of the divide in the country. Yeah. And he said if, there's, if, if, if there is any good that could come out of having a pause before the full Senate vote, he would be in favor of that. Just to say, you know, there were these outstanding questions about conduct by Kavanaugh. And if, if we spent just a few more days... Uh, and And determine one way or another uh, the outcome of those allegations, if that 's even possible, uh, then at least we could say to the other side we you know we uh, we allowed your request and so that that was the uh, th- that 's what you know he was essentially saying, and that's really interesting because uh Jeff Flake and Donald Trump are not friendly, <laughs> no. and there is no love lost between them and so uh, the president was very, in that clip you displayed a few moments ago, very restrained and measured uh, and seemingly taking this delay in stride. It's cer- certainly not anything he probably wants, but he knows that his nominee for the Supreme Court is at stake. Right.
3: Well, it's really fascinating. It just really is, Greg. Hey, thanks a lot for, for being with us. We always appreciate uh, your front row perspective to the goings on at the White House.
7: Hey, pleasure to do it and have a great weekend.
3: Thank you. You as well. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent.
4: Special treat to have him on a Friday. surely
3: is. We bookend the week, actually. Hey, stick around. How about your phone calls? What are you thinking about what's going on today?
2: Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near Historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts, it's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org.
5: What are you doing to enhance your marriage?
0: We want to be on the same page, even when that gets tough. And
15: let's face it, marriage is an up and down.
6: And protect your legacy. One of the greatest
1: gifts that parents can give to their kids is a great marriage relationship.
5: Family Life's Weekend to Remember. It was one of, like, the best weekends ever.
1: We just want to
7: soak in all this knowledge.
5: It was fun and practical. Immediate help for today. It really helped us. And hope for tomorrow. Because we are fighting all the time. We were struggling and we were looking for anything we could to help. I think there's a perfect balance of laughter and then those really serious moments. The Weekend to Remember is coming to the Pittsburgh Marriott North November 2nd and the 9th.
6: Don't think too hard, just do it because you're going to get something good out of this. Wow,
14: this is really
5: making a difference
14: in our marriage. It's very
6: helpful.
5: So fan those romantic flames and take your marriage from good to great. Visit WeekendToRemember.com
2: Guys, we need to remind ourselves that the God of the Bible is not silent. Word FM presents Know the Truths, Philip DeCoursey at the 2018 Pastor Appreciation Luncheon. God has spoken, and He has spoken through His Word, and it's inspired, and it's inerrant, and it's authoritative, and it's breathed out, and it's able to make us wise unto salvation. It's able to make us complete, and it's able to equip us unto every good work. A free event for pastors, October 3rd at Heinz Field. RSVP now at wordfm.com slash pal.
3: College has been in session for about a month now. So I took the opportunity to call my son, who's a junior at Grove City College, want to check in. And I said, hey, bud, how you doing? How are things? You know what he said to me? He said, this is a really difficult year. I regret taking French, but all my other classes I love tremendously. <laughs> kudos
4: you know it's funny my daughter just called me this morning it was early and she said mom i need to talk oh. and i thought oh geez what's going on she said that her classes are really hard she said but i love them all and i thought now that is crazy it's crazy I- You know, in all my years, I went four years of school at the University of Pittsburgh, and then I went two years at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. I don't think ever a single semester did I say (laughs) I love all my classes.
3: (laughs) Okay, now full disclosure, both of our kids go to Grove City College.
4: Right, right. So your son, my daughter, even though you and I have never talked about this before, are having similar experiences.
3: They are. And even though we've never talked about this, both of them have found their way to Grove City College independent of our input, right? right? And they're both loving Mm -hmm. their educational experience. So we're saying thumbs up to Grove City College, the excellent in their education Mm -hmm. and the community as well. I love it because he loves it.
4: Yeah. And if you're looking for a school that's going to equip your child to think through their faith and their vocation together, um, to end up after four years of college being a truly deep thinker, well-equipped for the job world, you're not going to find a better place than Grove City College.
3: You got that right. So if you're looking for a college for your kid, junior or senior in high school, highly recommend you look at Grove City College first.
5: Mostly clear skies for tonight. Some patchy fog will be around overnight and into early tomorrow morning. The low tonight, 51. Tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds with a high of 65. Mainly clear tomorrow night, turning chillier with a low of 46. Then for Sunday, a mixture of sunshine and some clouds and becoming warmer again. High 74. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM.
9: As a, as a point of personal privilege, I'm going to call on Senator Flake to speak Uh Normally, we would start the vote right now, but as a point of personal privilege, I would call on Senator Flake.
18: Well, thank you. Um,
9: I uh, have been speaking
18: with a number of people on the other side. We've had conversations ongoing for a while uh, with regard to um, making sure that we do due diligence here. And I think it would be uh, proper to delay the floor vote. Uh, for up to but not more than one week uh, in order to let the FBI um, continue uh, to do an investigation limited in time and scope uh, to the current allegations that are there.
3: Earlier today, that was Senator Jeff Flake talking about uh, his recommendation. He basically is trading a, a vote for time. Right? Mm -hmm. In the hopes that as this week unfolds and this limited scope apparently that the FBI is going to try to engage with, that nothing more is found or um, that there's clearing up of the confusion and the innuendo and the half truths that were presented over these past week. That's the hope.
4: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. However, my concern in this is that this is just another delay tactic. That the Democrats are going to use to try to dig up another crazy story and buy another crazy story. I mean, the last story that was brought forward by Michael Avenatti is crazy. It is crazy, um, and so but, that's the kind of story I'm talking. But about. But
3: this limited scope thing, right? Okay, so hopefully,
4: right? So, so that's why it upsets me because I think, okay, so now we're going to have another week of absolute insanity. There are people, you know, that are going to be, you know, asking every single person who can who can come up with anything remote to come forward and talk about it. And it's going to make the circus even more. Okay, so that's my concern. My other concern is that I feel as if the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee from the very beginning have not objected to what Kavanaugh did because it's an ethical breach or what Kavanaugh has been accused of because it's an ethical breach. They just don't like him because they don't appreciate his judicial philosophy. They don't have to appreciate his judicial philosophy. I mean, I'm not telling them that they have to change, but I'm just saying that this is just convenient for them. The bottom line is from the very moment he was put forward, as uh Leslie Graham brought up yesterday, they'd all decided they are set. that we're sure. not voting for him. So Obstruct. it doesn't matter. Obstruct. So all of this stuff that you know they're talking about how this is such an ethical shock and oh my gosh, they want to support Dr. Ford and it's just this beautiful moment so that we can all be humanitarian. It was never about being humanitarian. From the very moment he was brought forward by the president, they hated him because they didn't like his philosophy.
3: No doubt. But having witnessed what we witnessed yesterday. I do
4: agree with you. I think you're right. I think it's better that they go clean. ahead with it and they just do an extra measure it's not due diligence it's an extra measure of diligence yes. it's way beyond what's required it's way beyond what they have to do but okay if that's going to make some people feel better about the thing then let's just alright
10: <laughs> I
3: just <laughs> you know. some people if it's going to make some people oh. feel better about it okay I
4: just I look I don't know I what, think it's good I, I think don't think it's know what more we're going to ascertain I have no idea considering how the age of the accusation considering no corroboration considering we had 8 hours of senators asking those two people every question they could think of but now we're going to have more people ask more questions i
3: don't but know. Faced with decades of recriminations all right. All right. Let me, let me and dirty just water this. and the all that. The bottom
4: line is you realize that in a week they're going to have to decide. I hope so. They're going to have to. I okay? pray so.
3: I do pray.
4: So I don't the, know what they're we'll going to know that's extra.
3: Seven days from now, they don't know now. I don't know. 800 What do you think? Uh, are you pro this? Is this a good thing as far, you're, as, far as you're concerned to clear the air even further? 800-320-8255. Yesterday, uh, a lot of people felt like you know um, it was unfair that there was too much rancor, there was too ugly, that the truths were not discovered, the truth was not discovered, that um, Brett Kavanaugh was too angry, and all this.
4: How about how about there's a huge swath of people, and maybe you're one of these people. Phone lines are open at eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Who said that? And I, I don't. We all see this from our own perspective, sure. but I don't know. I can't. I cannot identify with this perspective. People who are saying, "Well, clearly he was so angry. He's shown that he doesn't have the right temperament oh, to be on. a judge."
3: Uh, you heard that a lot.
4: I have saw that all over Twitter.
3: Someone just cratered your life. Someone just dropped, you know, a, a, a atomic bomb and napalmed your life. You Took away me?
4: your career and pretty much all of your hobbies. Yeah. yeah. So and has made you embarrassed to walk out the front door a pariah but he shouldn't be angry because he that, that that's the wrong temperament for a I judge have no problem i mean with what that. kind of superhero tendencies do do people require of other people right. but if it was them are you really kidding me that you wouldn't be completely oh, hacked become off
3: unhinged so apparently you're looking for uh, a holy man with the patience of job mm-hmm. and uh the demeanor of a puppy
4: Right. And somehow that's going to be your good support, your good Supreme Court nominee. Because if that's the way he was, people would say, well, he's not strong enough to be a Supreme Court justice. It's just that people are deciding that they don't like him and that's all there is to it. Uh, Phone lines are
3: starting to fill up here. 800 320 8255. Uh, Give us a call and uh, you you want to suss it out? You know, we rarely talk politics. This is a rare dip for us. It is. We learned the lesson to stay away from politics because people are so. (laughs) Look. Well, you know you you feel it. People are so ugly and mean and mm-hmm. anxious and just untoward. I do want to
4: say anything. I do want to say something important, however, which is I really think that maybe the three of us should just bring our yearbooks in. What do you think? We should just like the three of us, new Mike, you and me, we just you know, sit around and talk about our yearbooks. I don't have a yearbook. You don't have a yearbook? No, Why?
3: Because my sisters threw them away. I was storing some stuff at one of my sister's houses and apparently it was, you know, it just disappeared in the morass. So I have not had a yearbook since I was probably 22 or something like that.
4: Do you feel good about that? Or no, a, I miss it. Do you miss your yearbook? Yeah. Because, but but, but what, if, what if someone was able to blow it up, you know, a hundred times as normal size and show it to America? Like uh, I got mystery. nothing.
3: I got nothing. You know, I'm not saying, you know, I was a saint in high school, but I'm...
4: Were you a saint in high school?
3: No, no. I'm not saying I was a saint. I'm just going to go on the record there. But, you know... Yeah, I miss my yearbook. I'd kind of like to have my kids see it. I want to see New Mike's yearbook. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) What what's the name of your high school, Mike? would you graduate?
12: I plead the fifth. Oh. Say the thing. Okay. Oh my gosh! No way, Jose. All right,
3: let's go to the phone. Mike's
12: not bringing me his yearbook. That, that was, was uh, that was before Christ <laughs> days. Let's just that was, was BC. Oh, oh oh oh. That was
4: Mike comma yeah. BC.
3: So yeah. if the FBI coming calling. Uh, Mike, <laughs> don't answer that phone, my friend. Do not
4: pick it
12: up. This is the FBI calling. You gotta pick it up.
3: Hello, new Mike. We've heard about your uh, shenanigans on the ride home. Uh, let's take one phone call. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Uh you are you're live with us today on a Friday. How are you doing?
17: I'm good. How are you?
3: Good. We can't complain at all. What do you got?
17: Well, first I want to say that I am a democrat and I think this was horrific.
4: Okay. Why, why do you was, think it was horrific?
17: Because when Feinstein had that information, she held it. It was like they waited for a key moment to drop it. Yep. They could have they could have had this the FBI come in from the very beginning. They could have questioned him. When they questioned him, those different times they met with him. They chose not to. I agree. Also, I have a problem with something Mrs. Ford said. She said she had one beer, and Mr. Kavanaugh was very inebriated. When I was a teenager and young guys were very inebriated, as she says, they couldn't even stand on their own two feet. So I had a problem with that. Mm -hmm. And then I had a problem with the medias trying to make out, like, he conveniently kept these um, calendars. Well, he said he wanted to follow his father's footsteps. So it was legitimate that he kept these records. For sure. You know, we all keep memorabilia and memories from our our youth. Right, he wanted to be like his dad. Right, he wanted to be like his dad. What teenage boy doesn't want to be like his dad? Yep. Especially when his dad gives him a great role model to follow. Yep. I just have a problem. I'm not saying something didn't happen to her but I don't think and I in my heart of hearts I do not believe that it was him. All right. And they just they attacked him and then they they were so nice to her. Fine, that's good, but give equal um respect definitely, and like I said again, I am a Democrat, and I did not like what I saw and what I heard.
4: Kath, I appreciate that because you're calling out your own people it's a very mature thing to do it 's where wisdom comes from because none of our parties are pure no. are you kidding me what? good grief all
3: right all the time i don't think so take a quick break Uh, your phone calls are welcome at 800-320-8255 it's a rare thing we talk about politics let alone for two days in a row but these are extraordinary times i'm starting to feel a little nauseated over it give us a call and uh, chime in take a quick break be back stick around it's the uh, friday edition of the ride home
10: 1.5
4: 1.5 WORD. Your story of faith and spiritual growth is an important
3: one. Here at Word FM, we're interested in hearing how this station has made a direct and positive impact on your life.
4: It's our wish that what you hear from us positively affects you and your family, and we would love for you to tell us about it.
3: Visit wordfm.com using the keyword story.
14: Record
4: a video message and share your story with us.
3: For doing that, you'll be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil.
4: Visit wordfm.com and use Use the keyword story for details and to share your video.
5: Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Hey guys, it's Scott Bauer here, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy.
1: Are you looking for a super hot stock tip? Here at Prosper, we are always looking for exciting opportunities
11: in the markets. And right now, all my students are salivating over this stock we are watching. In fact, I've got this hot stock written down right here, and I'm about to text it to you for
1: free. I just need to know where to send it. Simply text HOT to 48542. And I'll text it to you instantly. How do I know this stock is so hot?
11: Well, I'm a former CBOE market maker for Amazon options, former vice president of Goldman Sachs. And I have over 25 years of professional trading experience. I'm telling you, this stock is hot, but be warned, the stock may move soon. So you need to claim it before it does
1: text hot to 48542. And I'll text you this hot stock instantly text hot to 48542, and I'll text you this hot stock instantly. Message and data rates may apply. Critics are raving. Smallfoot is the perfect family film.
0: I saw a smallfoot. No, you didn't. I didn't. No. I did. No. I saw it. It doesn't exist. I smell
1: cover-up. Get Yeti for a fun ride.
5: There are more small feet below the clouds.
1: hmm That delivers instantaneous, infectious joy. Let's do this. Today, when you believe in something bigger, a little faith goes a long way. A smallfoot. Hi, little guy. <laughs> you're adorable small foot rated pg parental guidance suggested now play with the warmer weather winding down it's time to ride out the summer in a new chevrolet hi this is tun chilkin for the team at calusi chevrolet right now calusi has a huge selection of crossovers like the all-new chevy traverse and equinox and tracks with all-wheel drive wi fi connectivity and plenty of storage space these vehicles are fully equipped for today's busy family. And you can buy with confidence knowing Calusi Chevrolet has been serving Pittsburgh for over a 100 years. Chevrolet, find new roads.
8: This fall, come and join us as we kick fear to the curb for good. Don't miss Francesca Battistelli's The Breakup Tour.
10: You don't
8: me. Grammy and Dove Award winner Francesca Battistelli. With special guest, Stars Go Dim. You are Francesca Battistelli's The Breakup Tour with Stars Go Dim coming to the Bible Chapel in McMurray, 7 p.m. October 26.
2: Get tickets now at CreationConcerts.com.
0: CBS premieres Sunday after 60 minutes. What if you got a friend request? What? From God. A few days ago, I was friended by someone calling themselves God. Miles Finer thought he had all the answers. The thing is, I don't believe in God. Now, he'll discover helping others... Are you okay? ...is the best way to find the truth. I think you just saved my life. God Friended Me. Series premiere followed by the season premiere of NCIS Los Angeles. CBS Sunday.
17: I am here today not because I want to be. I am terrified. I am here because I believe it is my civic duty to tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high school. I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This is what terrified me the most and has had the most lasting impact on my life. It was hard for me to breathe. And I thought that Brett was accidentally going to kill me. Of
3: course, that's yesterday's testimony from Dr. Christine Baisley Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're taking a phone call. So the, a, a stunning reversal today by Republican lawmakers to extend another week and an FBI yeah. investigation. And I
4: think that that probably came – at least a contributing factor was the American Bar Association, which came out somewhere around midnight saying that they believed that they should investigate further. Hmm. Um, and of course, you know, we're talking about the Supreme Court. Right. So the American Bar Association's perspective obviously carried some weight.
3: No doubt. So, yeah, uh, I'm in favor of this. Let's do it right. Kath, at first you sort of pushed back. At first
4: I thought my head was going to explode. Yeah. Um, my head is, is still. Still here. It's it's still percolating. Yes, it is. Uh, and yet I am willing to see that it, in the long run, if it clears Kavanaugh, it will certainly put him in a healthier perspective, a, a healthier place on the Supreme Court, should he be confirmed.
3: No doubt. 800-320-8255 is the number to call. Let's go to the phones and speak with Alan. Hey, Alan, uh, you're live on the air with us. How are you doing today?
9: I'm doing well. How are you?
3: Good, thanks. What do you got?
9: Well, I'm just uh, – I'm from Canada. I'm just driving through the area. Oh, and, uh, welcome. Welcome. Came across your show, and um, you know I've, I've been down in the states for a couple of weeks, kind of following this, and yeah. I, I I try to follow. I'm I'm a moderate conservative, um, but the more I listen to this, and I and I I think you straightened it up a little bit over the last minute or so, but there's not enough discussion about this woman. There's two stories here. We have two stories. We have the politics of it. The Republicans would have done the same thing. Democrats are doing it now. No doubt. Who really cares about that right now? I'm interested in the story of this woman. And the reality is, if, if she's my daughter, I'm in my 60s. If that's my daughter up there, I want Mark Judge subpoenaed. I think any thinking person Without a doubt. would want him subpoenaed. And if you're a father and you say, oh, no, it's okay. We got a statement from him. You're not a good father, but we're all okay with this. We're all okay on the right. Because we got a statement. But if she was your daughter, you would not accept that statement. Not a chance.
3: I mean, I agree. I mean, listen, uh, let's have full disclosure. You know, while we're here, let's open this up as much as possible and get this guy in here. Supposedly he was in the room. Get under oath and tell your story.
9: Well, and answer the questions. And I think they need to squeeze him a little bit the, the way they would squeeze in court because this is a very important position and this woman has to be heard and all women across america are any thinking woman is analyzing this whole thing to say how is this being dealt with what is this saying about women and i'm sorry but your your white male senators are coming across like entitled white males like having the gall to say to a to say nationally we believe her something happened to her But we don't believe that it was him. How can you, you're better saying nothing at all than saying to a woman, we're really sorry for you, dear. Something terrible has happened to you, but we think you got the guy wrong. How do you have any knowledge of that? No one set up the bleachers for the assault. How do you corroborate the only way, the most important guy here, and I'll just say this one more time and then let let you go. Mark Judge has to be in that room and they have to squeeze them a little bit. The therapist should be in that room and, and ask her questions and let her answer the questions. Because this woman brought it up years ago and she brought it up because it, she was troubled for years about it. And this whole thing, didn't, she didn't plan this six years ago to get a hold of Kavanaugh. But when she saw him climbing, she thought, hey, this needs to be told. And again, Mark Judge is your man. If he if he's squirming all over the place oh, and, yes. and humming and hawing, I think we we just might have a problem.
4: It's a good well, phone call. Yeah. First off, Alan, welcome to America. You've certainly come at a juicy time. Yeah. You have.
3: thanks for tuning in while you're here. Yeah,
4: I appreciate that. Um, you know, I don't see things that way, and I am a woman. Um, I'm I've been an American woman since uh, for all my days, and I don't look at the men on the Senate Judiciary Committee and think that they're a bunch of obnoxious white men. I don't. I don't look at it that way. Um, I feel as if Chuck Grassley um, has been over backwards to do the very best he could do. Um, if the situations were reversed and the Republicans were being, um, were acting as the Democrats are, I would hope I would have enough uh, courage to call them out because I think it's appalling behavior on the Democrat. I, I do, and I am a Republican. So in this instance, I'm defending my party. But believe me, I know you've never listened to the show before, but that's not normal <laughs> for me. Uh, at least that's not something I do as a matter of course. Um, I think what you said is important, that if this happened in a courtroom, what? The problem is this wouldn't go to a courtroom, this would never go to a courtroom because we have a statute of limitations. That is long past. And um, it's not that I don't have compassion for her. It's that I believe in truth and I don't see any way that we can ascertain it 37 years after the incident. That's the reason, as I said, why there's a statute of limitations is that our memories cannot be trusted after a certain amount of time. I was, I was together with my high school friends just last weekend and we were talking about this. We talked about instances of parties we were at. We all – remembered different stuff sure we all did
3: the memory is faulty. we all
4: did and none of us were drinkers i'll tell you that none of us were drinkers um we were all and we're all in a good frame of mind we're all healthy people we all remembered different things it's just too long of a time and there is no corroboration for her charges it wouldn't end up in a courtroom so saying that it needs to be like a courtroom okay well if it needs to be like a courtroom then we shouldn't be talking about right. it
3: Well, the FBI is involved, so they'll put these people under subpoena and hopefully under oath, and Mark Judge will have his day in court or not. Stick around. Your phone calls are welcome, 800-320-8255. Back in a few. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with Extreme Detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. Amazon is delivering
2: millions of smiles this season and wants you to come be a part of making it happen now hiring night and twilight shifts in Pittsburgh. Apply at Amazon.com slash jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. You've committed yourself to pastoring and preaching from the Word of God. You've got to do that against the background of a collapsing culture. And then you've got to do it because of the nature of Scripture itself. Word FM presents Know the Truths Philip DeCourcy at the 2018 Pastor Appreciation Luncheon. To preach the Bible as the handbook for life rather than as a revelation of Christ is to turn the Bible Bible into an entirely different book. A free event for pastors October 3rd at Heinz Field. RSVP now at wordfm.com slash pal.
3: There we are. There we go. Hello. Taking your phone calls. Let's go to the phones right now. We got a short amount of time. Nancy, you're with us today. Uh what are your thoughts on all this?
12: Well, I just landed in Pittsburgh from St. Augustine, Florida, and I'm in my car, and I didn't know what had happened. So I'm actually happy with the delay. Um, I see this as a job interview. There are many qualified candidates, and this is a pristine job, and he has to be pristine. If I I hire people, I wouldn't hire him. I'd take the next person. There's just a cloud around them. And his life isn't ruined. He's a federal judge.
4: He's I not going to be able to be a judge if there's a sexual abuse claim that people think is valid. He's not going to be a circuit judge. What? He won't go back no to way. his. No That's
12: not true. That's not true. He, he has a job, a federal job appointment. It's as still waiting. A judge. Somebody would. He could go back. Yeah, right. I would, he I would he could. He, no, I, I well, do not. They're not, not going to close that door. No,
3: Why? of course
4: they're going to close Why that. Why would door. they close that door? Do you think they're going? They would ever let a circuit judge, a sitting circuit judge, actually have an active sexual abuse allegation against them? No way. Absolutely no way.
12: He finally is innocent until proven guilty because it's a federal court. Well, how about that? So what?
4: So what? So so he's allowed to be a circuit court judge and has the presumption of innocence. But when it comes to the Supreme Court, he doesn't. That's what I mean.
12: I I honestly I don't know whether the guy's innocent or guilty, but there's too much going on there. He's going to have a cloud over his head the whole time.
3: Okay, I appreciate that. I'll up, a phone yeah, call. I appreciate yeah. that. But I, I, I thought that you know, say that he was denied this opportunity, no he way. would go back to his no, uh, to his life.
4: Absolutely not. If it's if if if, if it's a, a sexual abuse claim that is believed, I, he, he will he will not be a circuit court Thanks judge. Thanks,
3: Nancy. Good phone call. I well, mean, uh, he said
4: yesterday he's not going to be a basketball
3: coach. you think they're going to let him be a circuit court judge? I'm well, well, because he wouldn't be a bas- because he wouldn't pass a background check because sex- he, because the whole country thinks he's a sexual predator. Yeah, I'm not so sure about oh, that. I, I guarantee. I don't think he would go back. No way. To that. No way. Tom, uh, you're live on the air with us. you got a couple of minutes or so. What do you got?
7: Okay, so here's the thing. Um, they already did, I think, six background checks on him. And this situation is the same thing that they did to
1: Roy Moore in Alabama.
7: You remember Roy Moore? Sure, Doug sure, 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 well. Jones. Okay, so he ran, and then the week before the election,
9: this girl came out and said, oh, 25 years ago, This happened and stuff like that. And they debunked it, everything, the yearbook. They did all that stuff, and they debunked
7: it. And he still lost the election, okay? So they already did six background checks on this guy, Cabavan. And whenever he was a D.C. court district judge, you don't think they did background checks on him? They did all that kind of stuff.
17: I mean...
4: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And thanks for your phone call, though. I can say from what I've read today, which is limited because all this was breaking right before we went to air, um, the background checks that he's had done did not go back that far.
3: They certainly didn't include this I don't, information. I don't think I'm they, sure will. That they. I didn't. think
4: they only go back. I, they go back. I, I want to say ten years. Don't quote me on that. But it's some. It's some limited amount of time. Yeah. So this, I believe, this FBI in, inquiry will focus specifically on, on this case alone. Yeah, this. I, I believe so. On that. On that period of time. Right.
3: With Doctor Ford and no one else. I believe so.
4: With credible allegations. I don't know if they'll consider the the uh, New two? York New Yorker story a credible allegation. I can't imagine.
3: Hey, thanks for being with us. We certainly appreciate you checking in with us. Uh, We're trying to be just fair and open and try to find the truth. Where is the truth in all this? Way
4: beyond party. We should all want the truth.
3: Have a great weekend. God willing, we'll see you Monday.
16: The Ride Home
2: with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications.
12: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Whatever the final outcome of Judge Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation fight, the struggle has exposed the hypocrisy of Democratic opinion leaders in stark and glaring terms. They seek to destroy Judge Kavanaugh